Welcome to Wisdom, Love, and Beauty, a podcast for the soul and the home of dangerous wisdom. This is Dr. Nikos, your friendly neighborhood soul doctor, and here we are at another week of Yijing Insights. We already had an important question, and that is, what happens if we get the same hexagram? And there are lots of ways to answer that question. It's a great question. Basically, for one thing, these weekly readings are just a taste of Yijing. We leave so much out that any repeated hexagram will give us a chance to recover some of what we have to leave out. A full reading for a client, as I said before, goes into a lot more depth than we could possibly cover even in the full week. And we also have to keep in mind that the moving lines are very likely to change, and that means that the relating figure for any hexagram will change. So even if we got the same hexagram, the odds would be slim that we got the same moving lines. Any of the six lines could be moving or none of them or all of them. And we didn't really get into a relating figure last week. This week, it looks like it might be more important to talk about. It's just one of those things that I have to decide how to do that. And that's the final point. Yijing is highly context-sensitive. Synchronicities will change based on our heart, mind, body, world. And I have to interpret Yijing's response in a way that offers the best potentials for us in any given context. And so those interpretations and the synchronicities that both drive those interpretations that also then resonate with them in the other direction, that naturally will change. Okay, so this week, when I asked Yi Jing, what is the most important thing for us to know this week? Yi Jing responded with a different hexagram, hexagram 35. And we had three moving lines. The hexagram, as we have said before, it's always composed of two trigrams. In this case, we have radiance or fire above and earth below. Now, the ancient Chinese character for this hexagram shows the sun rising and two plants flourishing, and that kind of captures the soul of the hexagram, which indicates flourishing, progress, or proceeding forward, depending on which translator you go to. Now, the idea here is that when we put seeds in the ground, we can't force them to grow. So we get this, what is sometimes called in psychology, the fundamental attribution error. We think that we can invigorate things with our energy and, and make things happen. People think that they are change makers or whatever it might be. Obviously, to some degree, we can influence things. That is goes without saying. The question is, how do you do that skillfully? Well, skillfully, we have to recognize that we work in dependence on much larger cycles and we work with powers that transcend the ego, that really the ego's got no chance to manipulate and control reality. So we need the sun to rise, to give energy to things. That's what really will drive things. And Yi Jing is saying that we can now accept and use this energy. This energy is available. The energy we need to prosper and to flourish is ready. And Yi Jing's basic response goes something like this, flourishing, a rising sun, joy and delight to the leader, gifts of horses that multiply. In one day, you are received three times. The ideas that are related here, that's uh, Karcher's translation primarily. The ideas that are moving around here, the kind of things that you could feel into the soul, into the proprioception of your soul, the seed, what resonates? Well, it's emerging into the light advancing and being recognized, kind of like enjoying the spotlight, we could say. But it's also this larger sense of something coming to fruition, not just being in the spotlight, but just this larger energy being available, receiving gifts 
and spreading prosperity. Those are kind of two sides of the same coin. We could say who gets the horses in that line about horses that multiply and who gives the audience. The dawn of a new day, growth, progress, uh, flourishing, moving forward, being promoted, receiving an audience with someone helpful, and also potentially giving audience to someone. So receiving, you could be the person receiving people three times a day, or it could be that you're being received by three helpful people, or at least one. So there's a lot of potential here. It sounds really wonderful, but there's a hidden kernel in this hexagram that gives us a little bit of a warning. Now, there are typically three or four crucial hexagrams in any reading, sometimes less than that, sometimes maybe more. And the main ones are, first of all, the, the central hexagram you get, and it has a natural pair that goes with it. And then there's a relating figure, that is where the situation might tend, or it could be just a warning figure. And then there's a hidden or kernel figure. And in this case, the hidden figure is hexagram 39, which we could call the limping hexagram. Dun, dun, dun. What that means is there's some difficulty or challenge is hidden in this hexagram. And that might indicate someone who has a chance to move forward in their life in some way, but they also feel obstructed, almost as if they have to limp forward in order to make that progress. They might even sense, oh, I, I could only do it, but there's this big obstacle, or I just, I feel like there's some weakness in me. I feel like I'm limping along, and I, if I could only get this, this progress to happen in some way, I don't know how to do it. It's this feeling you can sense the obstruction to the growth. And we had, as I said, three moving lines, and it gives us the possibility to see a three-step movement to work with this positive energy. So we're going to talk about those three steps this week. The first step that Yijing recommends for us to think about, again, is, this is the context. We've got these three steps to progress and to flourishing. And the first one is called biting through. It's hexagram 21. That step is kind of buried here in this hexagram that we got, which again is 35. Now, the idea of biting through in order to get to, to the flourishing, to allow the flourishing to happen, is that we don't force something. We just talked about how that's not going to work, but that sometimes we do have to bite down and move through an obstacle with some energy. So the sun is waiting, and the sun will do its part for our sprouts to flourish, our metaphorical sprouts, whatever our project, our career, something in our relationships that can flourish. The sun is there for it, but we have to do our part. And if you sense an obstruction to some progress that you could be receiving right now, if you look and you say, yes, there is a little place where I'm kind of limping, don't force anything, but reflect carefully how you could approach it with clarity and directness. You know, sometimes we leave boundaries unclear we leave communications vague, and if you sense a place where a clear yes or no or some other clear action would allow for progress, then don't hesitate. Today's the day. Just say what you need to say. Take the action you need to take. You don't have to rush and do it, but recognize it today and then think, what can I do? How do I, how do I make this gesture of biting through? Now, related to this, we should also note again that this, we mentioned horses, you know, this possibility of the gift of horses multiplying. The gift is not necessarily for you. So biting through here might mean that you need to show generosity to someone else, a clear action of generosity. 
in order for the obstruction to move. You might have to give audience to someone, or you might have to find a way to be received by somebody else. What's the obstruction to being received by someone else who might be able to hear you and help you? And the overall idea here is you have talent, you have a gift. This hexagram is about bringing more of it into light. Maybe it's already in the light. You feel like it's doing great, but how, how does it get bigger? How does it flourish and really move forward? Okay, there we have it. Reflect on this archetypal patterning here, this large idea of flourishing and this possibility of needing to bite through in some way. And next time we'll have further insights. We'll look at the step that follows this one. In the meantime, if you have questions, reflections, or stories of synchronicity to share, send them in through wisdomloveandbeauty.org. Might be able to bring some of them into a future contemplation. Until then, this is Dr. Nikos, your friendly neighborhood soul doctor, reminding you that your soul and the soul of the world are not two things. Take good care of them. <laughs>